Hey, this is Tolly Wilkins of Captivate Church, and we're so glad you've joined us on our podcast today. This is one way that we can take our message from Baltimore all across the world. We pray that today encourages you, inspires you to become the man or woman that God's designed you to be. Quite simply tonight, guys, I want to lead us towards our uh, landing of the plane here um, with this simple truth. It really is as simple as Charlie Brown uh, makes it, or Linus makes it in Charlie Brown's episode here. And the angel said to him, fear not, behold, I bring you good news. Everybody say good news. Good news. Of great joy. Say great joy. joy. Good news of great joy. We live in a world with a lot of bad news. Amen. Amen. Every time you turn on the TV, there's more bad news. You don't really even want to watch anymore. Um, You want to turn away from the news channels because of how much bad news there seems to be. This week, or I'm sorry, this year, uh, I know in my own family, there's been bad news. I know in a lot of families in this room, there's been bad news. And we never approach a new year wishing that there'll be more bad news. But the sad thing is, we understand the way this world works. There's always going to be a month ahead of us, a weekend ahead of us, one doctor's report ahead of us that's going to be bad news. And it's going to bring about something that's, that's hard to handle. But many of us, we find ourselves always believing that the world's going to offer us some good news. And so we live for that next relationship or that next dollar or that next person that's going to affirm us. We live for that next piece of good news. But the scripture declares when Jesus was born that that was the good news that we're to hold on to. But not just good news, good news of great joy. You see, our joy is often uh, tied up into those good news sectors. We want to create new things, buy new things, go new places, and we want to fill ourselves with joy. But how many of you know that joy is always fleeting? It always seems to go away. It always seems just out of sight. And even when you have that joy, you wish you could bottle it up. I just got back from a a week uh, with my son. We went to Florida to to watch um, a football game, and we had an amazing time, just me and my son. But I got news for you. There was a time when I had to get back on the plane. There was a time when I had to realize it was 25 degrees cooler here than it was there. And so I wish I could bottle up that moment, but I can't. And so I've got to understand, and you need to understand that in this world, you will have trouble. But Jesus said, take heart, I have overcome the world. And so the pronouncement of Jesus in your life and in my life is the good news combined with great joy That's for all the people, the Bible says. For every single person in here. And you and I, we can take it as a joke and we can just say, well, I'm going to get on and get by and get by till the next weekend. Or what we can do is say, you know what? I do need to hold on to some good news of great joy in my life. It is great to know that God loves you. It is great to know that Christ died for you. It is great to know that you're right with the creator of the world. That is the great joy that you and I all long for. Everybody on this planet, no matter what they do, everybody's chasing down something else. Not just good news, not just great joy, but peace. The Scripture says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You're going to find this baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts. So a bunch of angels came onto the scene, and they sang what we just sang. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace. Everybody say peace. Peace Peace among those with whom He's pleased. You know what God wants for you at the end of the day? 
God doesn't want you to fork over your money to some religious group. God doesn't want you to fork over money and be a part of a church at the end of the day. That's not what he's after for you. What he's after for you is for you and him to have peace. For you to be able to live your entire life and knowing that the God of the universe is not mad at you looking to find a new way to be, to be upset, not trying to vanquish you from all your joy, but actually trying to find peace with you through himself. And so good news, great joy, and peace. Let me ask you this Christmas, where are you finding them? Where are you finding them? Most of us, we pursue things in this world to get a hold of good news, great joy, and peace. But the reality is that in Mark chapter 8, 36, the scripture says, Jesus said, what shall it profit a man gain the whole world and lose his own soul? You know what Jesus is saying there? He's saying that there's nothing that you can seek after with your existence. There's nothing you can see or hear or taste. There's nothing in this created order that is going to bring you the desires of your heart that you're longing for. Because at the end of the day, your soul is more valuable than anything you would chase after. And too many people are giving up their very soul because they're trying to find good news and great joy and peace in all these other things. And Jesus said it's all a fool's game. Christmas is the pronunciation that God entered into earth, stepped into our situation and said, I'm here. I'm your God. I love you. I want a relationship with you. And you can either chase all this world and your good news turns to bad news. Your great joy turns to great sadness. And your peace gets rattled from the next doctor's appointment. And you can live your life doing that, but if you do that, you're going to lose your soul. So God declares at Christmas, I've come. I'm Emmanuel. And I want you to have peace in me. I want you to know the God that made you. And so when that death happens in your family, which it will, I want you to still have peace. When that person abandons you, which they will, I want you to still have my peace. When the finances dip low, which it will, I want you to still have my peace. My friends, Christmas isn't about some religious observance. It's about the God of the universe that wants to give you peace through himself. And that's why we celebrate the birth of this baby in a manger. We're not celebrating any ordinary birthday. We're celebrating peace come from heaven to earth. So that you and I don't have to chase the things of this world anymore. That are ever fleeting and always fail us. But rather we can hold on to the peace that passes all understanding. God in Christ. What is that peace? That peace is you understanding and I understanding that we're all sinners. Everybody in this room is a sinner. Everybody you're, you're next to, in front of, behind is a sinner. The guy on the stage is a sinner. And every single one of us, because we're plagued by this thing called sin, we don't just do sin, we are sinners. And the scripture says that that baby that was born, Jesus, lived a perfect life and he voluntarily took your sin. Him being sinless, having no sin, he took that sin on his own life. He became sin, the scripture says, so that the wrath of God that was meant for sinners would be poured out on Jesus. And when he voluntarily died for you and died for me, 
He took on all of that wrath so that you and I could have peace. You and I can trust in Christ. We can say, look, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'll never be perfect, but I'll do the best that I can to follow God the rest of my life. And I'm trusting that my salvation is not works on myself, but my salvation is completely on the finished work of what Jesus did on the cross. So Christmas, Christmas is good news that has come, great joy that has come, and peace that has come through Jesus. Every single one of us in this room tonight, you have an opportunity. You know when you get to heaven, it's not going to be that they're going to call up references. Some of you, you got a job and you were like, in order to get that job, I had to have three people vouch for me. Can I tell you something? Good news and bad news. God's not going to need references. The scripture says that when he tells people you're not in, it's depart from me for I never knew you. And so tonight you have an opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity of the greatest gift. The gift that Jesus gave you when he was born. The gift that Jesus gave you when he lived that perfect life. The gift that Jesus gave you when he voluntarily died on that cross is the free gift of salvation. And you cannot earn it. Some of you, you're spinning your wheels thinking, man, religion's crazy because I, I, I'm never going to be good enough for God. I'm not a perfect person. I've got good news for you. I'm not a perfect person either. I'm not good enough for God either. Salvation is not based on what you can earn because if you can earn it, it's no longer a gift. I was with my mom the other day and as a son, we get up to the, the checkout register and she sneakedly, she grabbed some of my things that were on the cart and she moved that block over while I was talking to my son and she paid for my items at the register. I got so upset at my mom. And she goes, what is wrong with you? I said, I wanted to buy that. She said, son, sometimes a mom can still give a gift to her son. She said, your money's no good here tonight. Church, your money's no good here. Your work's no good here. Your best effort on your best day is no good here. What is good here is are you willing to admit that you're in need of a Savior and that you have a sin problem like the rest of us do? And if you will, the beautiful thing is tonight, you can walk out to that parking lot with good news, great joy, and peace. Saying, I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe Jesus died to free me from my sin, to take on that penalty onto the cross. And when in doing so, he was the propitiation for our sins. He took that on. He paid the penalty for me. So that now when I speak with God, I've got freedom, not in my own good works, but in the finished work of Jesus. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe Christ died for your sin. Confess Jesus as Lord. That's what Christmas is about. Let's pray.